you got to wash it yourself. Just do one more job and get someone to hand wash it. Well, yeah, I know, but you know me, I'm sleeping here. <laughs> get someone See, to wash you're, it. You're unshaven, you've got no fuel in the cab. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's been a pattern coming yeah. here. If you, um, so I get in your cab, Tom, and I get you to take me to Blackheath. And uh, as we get there, I think, oh, I got, I ain't got my credit card and I've got no cash, but I've got a checkbook. Mm. What are you going to do? I don't know. I've never, <laughs> never paid in a check in my life. I wouldn't even know how they work. Well, it's easy as well to bounce the check. Oh, you know, yeah. you can write the check out wonky. It might be a fake check. We don't know what real checks are anymore. they still got checkbooks, though. I would don't well, know. I, mean, I haven't got one. Oh. Uh, let's just say then. I'm ta- all right. Then I'll take you listen. All right. The fare's thirty pounds. Oh. Um, I've only got a fiver. You can do um, payment links. I've had this before, where the person hasn't been able to pay it, but they've been able to contact someone, and I've sent them a payment link. Yeah. that paid me via that. Yeah, I've never done that. I yeah. know you've just said that I've, you've done that before, but I've never done that, so I wouldn't know that. So you'd get stuck as well. So what are you going to? I've only got a fiver. What are you going to do? I've take your own. Take the passenger home. Yeah. Oh, take me. <laughs> <laughs> but but the other thing as well, I've got out the cab and I'm at the window. I'm trying to pay out the window. So I, you ain't got me in the cab now, and I'm I'm telling you there's a fiver. So take it or leave it, mate. No, you don't. No. It depends how much the difference it was. The fiver to what? Fifty quid. Sixty no. quid. No, you ain't swallowing it. No, you what can't. You, you can't swallow that. What are you going to do then? Well, cho- choice to take him to a police station. Or no. do you, I mean, the other thing to do... You've you got to get me back in the cab. Oh, I think I could. <laughs> <laughs> 55 <laughs> quid, I think <laughs> I could. <laughs> no, but another thing to do is if you ever get someone who's, who's had a good drink, I don't know if anyone's ever said this before, if someone's had a good drink and they pass out, and especially a lone female, don't get in the back. Don't no, go don't near them. Back. Don't that hit the brakes. I'm sorry, they slide yes. off the seat. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you, if you can't think of a police station nearby, think of maybe an embassy, because there's always embassies like the Turkish embassy or the Egyptian embassy. There's always police officers outside there. But when you're near that oh, way... Oh, you're thinking, where's the standing just, I would, yeah, yeah, pull yeah. up, and I've, I've done it Tell before. Him. I've just gone, make, make this guy up, will you? Yeah. Because I've yeah. got no address, but, you know, they might have said, might have padded an area yeah. and not the station. And, you know, and, and they, that, let them let them wake yeah, him up. Let them the deal with it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Don't, don't get involved yourself. This is actually, I don't know if that was going to be one of your questions, Tom, but that is a very a top tip. What, finding I, police? Or? Always, I've done the same thing many times. And when the wall of steel was there, it was very mm. easy because they, on each of those booths was police officers all, all the time. Yeah, the ring of steel. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not sure when they stopped standing there. But it, a few times I've had really bad passengers and I would go back there and say to the policeman, please, can you get these people out? Just get them out of my cab. These are bad people. Yes. I'm not taking them anywhere. Get them out. Um, and then other times, the the lone woman story, every cab driver's got to have the lone drunk woman who doesn't wake up. So you, if you get in the back, it's a risk. But you, if you go to a police station, then you can get a policeman to come out and you both get in the back and you, you wake them up or whatever it I is. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't know. Police, let them deal with it. Yeah. I would. Stand back, let them deal with it. I do have my two know. dead Germans story. <laughs> That's not, not, everyone's got that story. I, d- I, uh, I did, uh, you ain't got two dead No, Germans, I haven't, funny enough, no. So we picked, I picked up two guys in um, Greek Street, Fresh Street or Dean Street, I can't remember the years ago, but we were going to Seymour Street um, or Seymour Place, one or the other. And as we're going along, the, the police station is probably gone now, isn't it, in Seymour Street? Uh, Great Cumberland Place, just around there, there was a police station. Um so anyway, I get there and I, I get to the destination and I said, where do you want to go? And they're, they're both gone. They're in the back, but they're not responding or anything. Um, so I got in the back and I shook them. 
And I swear to God, I thought, these are dead. They're both dead. Uh, they don't, they've been doing drugs in the gay bars in Soho. So I took them back to the uh, police station and I go in. I said, sorry, mate. I said, what? So I've got two dead Germans in the queue. <laughs> he says, what? Yeah, two dead Germans. Uh, okay. So he comes out. He looks at me. He's, he's slamming them. There's nothing. There's no response. He said, oh, she's He said, they're not dead. I said, oh, that's good. Um, we think, what do we do now? I don't know where they want to go. I can't get them out. And all of a sudden they woke up, right? And they're, they're bolt up, right? Completely like, where are we? Are we here yet? And it's like, wow, we've just literally been slapping you and punching you and shaking you and there was nothing. So they weren't dead in the no. end. But Being German, they were used to that, that sort yeah, of interrogation. Yeah. Interrogation. You can't make us talk. You will not make us talk. Oh, um, they weren't even German, was they? I, well, I don't even know why I say they were German. I don't know why. But they, when they got in the cab, they obviously had a German accent and they got in the cab. And, um, and again, it, whatever drug they'd taken, it was really like... Mm. Uh, they're a completely alert, super alert. I think it was GBH they were doing. I don't know how alert that makes you. I don't know. Uh, which is emerald nitrate, isn't it? You like emerald nitrate, David. When I used to go to the gay bars back in the 80s, you had to have emerald nitrate. No, I remember in the 80s having emerald nitrate and that just blows your head off. I wouldn't go nowhere near that. No. You, you, you put your nose within yeah. 30 foot of it. I don't know why I presume um, that's what they'd done because I think it was popular. I don't think that would make you like that, would it? I don't that's know. Because it, it doesn't have a long-term effect, does it? It's a very short, oh, very short, yeah, yeah, very effect. short. But it's horrendous. Not thing. that me and you know anything about how what? these things or happen. gay bars, yeah, or gay bars. Um, <laughs> but you used to be able to buy it in uh, Soho. I don't know how that was. It was called Poppers, you know. Poppers, yeah, right, you could buy, yeah. you could buy it anywhere. Legal highs yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you could buy it anywhere. Well, it's deadly. I'm well, it's all changed now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a smelling. So if you hit it, whoa, bosh. Is it still about still legal? I haven't. Now? Well, I, haven't I, don't I don't think know. Soho is the same place anymore, is it? All the seedy Soho is gone. So, well, you say that the other morning, the guy on Oxford Street, about six in the morning, there's a guy standing there, and the other guy he's with didn't look like he should be with him. You know, like they looked two odd people, and uh, he just said to me, uh, "Greenwich." Well, Greenwich is like you know, this bingo for me, isn't it? This, yeah. uh, so. Uh, Anyway, turns look, taking him home and then speaking to his wife, he's in so much trouble. He's just, and uh, <laughs> this is six o'clock on a Sunday morning. And he said to me, I popped out and uh, he said, I got cut off by the protest. And I said, that was 12 o'clock yesterday. <laughs> he said, he said, sorry, I said, you've been out since 12 o'clock yesterday. He said, oh no, I come out earlier than that. <laughs> and then he's going, he said, and I'm in so much trouble with the wife. I said, I'm not surprised. He said, and he said, but um, he said, I forgot all about it really to meet her. So what do you mean? He said, well, no, I spoke to her early evening and told her to come and meet me in the West End. She's come up and by then I'm not answering the phone no more. I said, you let your wife travel from Greenwich to the West End and then didn't meet her. Oh. Didn't answer your phone. And she's course. gone home and it's now six in the morning and I'm taking you home. That, how much trouble is that man in? Oh, big. That's divorce. That's divorce trouble, isn't it? Yeah, but that's to say the seedy side, he'd been somewhere seedy, he told me. Oh. Quite seedy. Quite seedy, in fact. Yes. Oh. I didn't even know where it was. He's only told me after I have got pulled away. I didn't take too much notice, but he came out with a guy that looked more like a doorman or, dare I say, yeah. yeah well, when I, when I was 16, I went up to, long before your time this time, Soho was really seedy back then. They had peep shows. So we're 16, me and my mate Trevor, we've gone up there and they have a pound peep show where you go in and... There are all booths, and in the booth is a glass window that's got a light that stops you from seeing through the window. And there's a, a slot machine. When you put a pound in, the light will go off and yep. you can see through the window. So put my pound in, 16-year-old boy, look through, and there's a woman naked on the bed. And she's just laying there. She's really bored. 
And I was like, oh, well, this is thingy. But the funny thing is you can see other windows. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. And I think, oh, and I'm only a boy and I wasn't, you know, this for me was an adventure. And <laughs> when, when I come out, because the pound didn't last long, my mate Trevor come out. I said, Trev, did you see it? It was rubbish. He said, no, I didn't see it. I said, what, what do you mean you didn't see it? I put my pound in. The light came on. She looked at me. I ducked. He's fed till the light went off again. He didn't care. That. He didn't see anything. And uh, we came out of there. Went into one of the strip clubs. We're underage. We go in there. And we order two pints of beer. And as I'm reading it, it says um, we don't sell alcohol. So they serve you in the. Do you remember the old jugs, Dave? The oh. jug, beer jugs. Send it at this brown liquid. There's not beer. Because they don't, they're not allowed to. Sit, they don't have an alcohol license. But there's all these men waiting for us. I suppose a strip show to go off, um, and we're sitting there, and it's, they're putting the two beers, and the beers are only a pound, with a fourteen pound service charge. So again, we're two schoolboys. We now got to pay thirty quid for two beers, and uh, we both were out of our depth now, and we left. Years later, seeing all the stories, these are the places where you go, and you end up with seven, eight hundred pound bills, and they cart you to the cash point. And uh, get your card and take the money off you from the cash point. I think that's what was trying to happen to that guy the other morning. Yeah. And if I yeah, if he, when he put his arm out, I think he got I uh, rescued him from the, oh, dragging him to the cash point. I and think that's what was scared. Kind of that's what my opinion was. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's why I said they didn't look good. They weren't meant to be together. Uh, and I think I he's come out of somewhere uh, and he didn't. Yeah. Know, oh, they they weren't meant to be together. They, they weren't like. Um, I thought you meant a bad relationship. It wasn't yeah. Chaz and Dave. They wasn't friends. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you saved him. Well done, Dave. Yeah. And he was, that's why I say he was telling me then that the guy was trying to say to him, you owe me 1,400 quid. God, can you imagine the amount of cab drivers went past him and went, sorry, mate, don't go Greenwich. Yeah, He's like, yeah. no, help me, help me. He's got my nuts in a vice. <laughs> <laughs> save me. What we should do at the end of this is a summary of the the tips. So we, because we're coming across a few few little nuggets. We've only done about three, but yeah. yeah. Oh, what's, what's next, Gone. I don't know. There's, some of these are just a bit kind of, doesn't matter. Nothing. Now. We'll make it something. Yeah, we, we that was. We think we went off on some great tangents there. <laughs> Another one I had recently. I guess is when are you like the balance between being firm with a passenger and being mm. obliging with a passenger? You know, because obviously you get some pass- passengers that really sort of talk down to you, and obviously with us with our badge and our livelihood, sometimes it is yes sir, no sir, three bags full. But then yeah. there's other times where you got to cut in and go, actually, no. Yeah. I'll, can I give you an example? Yeah, yeah. The law. And I'll give you an example. I, I picked up someone in the last couple of months and uh, I'm doing the 20 mile an hour, which is 20 mile, it's 20 mile an hour. Ah, uh, yeah. I was going up, yeah. I think I was going to St Pancras and I've gone up on the Marleybone Road and the camera's along there, isn't there, 20 miles an hour and I'm doing 20 miles an hour. And I'm, I'm then asked, um, is it 20 miles an hour along here? Yes, it is. Oh, is there a camera there? I said, there's one further up. Basically saying, why are we doing yeah. 20 when it, there's Speed no up. camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, oh, are you asking me to break the law? I said, oh, no, 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 no. Well, fine, sit back and relax. Yeah. Was he posh as well, Dave? <laughs> yeah, he's a very posh person. <laughs> come out, of, I think I come out of Queen's Gate or something like that. I was down yeah. there, I picked him up. Yeah, but uh, yeah, asking, yeah, so, and I was firm, no, I'm not going to do it. Yes, don't break If you want to get out, fine, get out. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say it like that, as crude as that, but you know, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, anyone feel pressured. The great line of, I've got a train in eight minutes. This yeah. ain't the 1980s. Oh, that was another one I was going to come on to. Yeah. Yeah. The 1980s when you went two wheels around a corner for people yeah, and drove head first up along the platform. Yeah. That doesn't happen. This ain't the Sweeney, is it? Yeah, my, mate, my mate Stephen Gardner told me that one. He used to say, when they get in and they say, I've got a train in 15 minutes, he used to say, put your seatbelt on. 
and then he'd, be, he'd go into turbo drive and he would sort of like give them the ride of, ride from hell of getting them to the station. But you say you can't do that anymore at all. No. I'll yeah. a quick line. I was listening to a, f- I was a friend on the, on the phone, hands-free, of course, and he's on the phone. He's waiting for a passenger coming out. And this passenger now is 20, 25 minutes late. Going to Gatwick, I think it was. And I could hear the passenger come flying out, jumped in and said, quick as you can, Gatwick, quick as you can. And <laughs> Gary replied, don't do quick, sir. We do on time. <laughs> get in your car on time you'll be there um, not, you're not going to lose your licence are you to get, nah. you can't get out of bed yeah. <laughs> it's not my problem so that's the, so to say that don't when are you firm don't, don't be don't pressurised into breaking the law yeah. yeah I just almost like to try and slow the interactions down a bit because it's often with like a bit of panicky and hurry yeah, nurse and if you sort of just pull up the cab and then you sort of stop turn around and go you know it really slows it down and they yeah. realise how much of a it is Dick what it move, is. Yeah. Yeah. Your one with the speed cameras I had with zebra crossings on the King's Road. And the guy, I stopped at the zebra crossing. They're, they're actually got feet on the, in the road, in the tarmac. So I've got to stop. Otherwise, I'll hit them. And then I go up the road a few few yards. And then there's the next one. It's got their feet on the crossings. They're crossing. I stop. And he's like, Are you going to stop at every zebra crossing? And I think, Well, yeah, people are actually on them. I've, I'm, I'm you know, I, can't, I know how to duck through a zebra crossing when they're coming yeah. to it. But, they're on them, and that's the that's the deal. You want me to run them over, and he gave me the ump. So much so that I remember it to this day. I obviously gave me the right ump. I don't think I did do that, that uh, this lady. I did say, "What time's your train?" Mm. Get the time. I yeah, said, yeah. You've, you've, you've plenty of time. You've yeah. plenty because you know there, there is no need for us to go hurtling down the road. Yeah, I often shut them down at the very first sight. Like one of my mates is is a bit more optimistic, so they get in and go, "Oh, we got. Can we get here for this time or whatever?" Like I had one. Just like last week, I think it was over Waterloo Bridge, and it was, I think it was about twenty minutes to get from like the Aldwych, and he wanted to go over to London Bridge, but it's like in the height of the West End, uh, you know, like ten o'clock at night, and he's saying, "Yeah, I've got a train to catch at like at eleven, and this is like you know twenty to eleven, and I just said, "Well," and he, but he was really insistent, "I've got to get there for then." I'm like, "It probably ain't going to happen," you know, like it could yeah, happen, yeah. but I just want. I'm more of the pessimist side of it, yeah. you know, because otherwise you have to carry that expectation, and then you're there thinking like, "Oh, am I going to get?" I'm like, "No." Yeah, and it's your fault. Why is it your yeah, fault? Yeah, it is my fault. Yeah. Yeah, why is I, it my I, fault? Yeah. I didn't not leave early enough. I was mm-hmm. doing my job, and now you, whatever you did, you did too much of it. Yeah. We don't so, do quick. We do on time. Yeah, don't and don't get involved. So the lo- the situation is don't particularly break the law for anybody. Um, the other one I want to cover as well, because I know some drivers do it, is the, the restrictions, say, I don't know, Tottenham Court Road, Bishopsgate and that, and I think you've talked spoken about it on this podcast before, when drivers like, oh, yeah, I do it. There's no cameras down there. Mm. It's like... I don't care if there's no cameras. That's what the science is. I don't agree with it. Yeah. But you shouldn't. I do. It really annoys me when cab drivers do do that when they're like going through somewhere that taxis clearly on that or roads closed. Don't worry, the sign's been pushed aside. It's like well, yeah, yeah. it says the roads closed. Yeah. You have an accident or something happens in that duration. And what happens as well when it's basically the Bishopsgate one, for instance? Are you getting? No one's getting tickets, are they? So you you'll start realizing you're not getting tickets, but all of a sudden it's now turned on. Now you are getting tickets. Well, that's why you can't do it three or four times a day, for, and then two weeks later you're going to get dozens and dozens of tickets. Mm. It could be an, an occasional time. It's not even the ticket factor. Yeah. For, well, obviously it is. It's going to suck if you get the ticket, but it's more like, oh, we can. No, that, that's what the sign says. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. highway code, the I'm law, gonna, like first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. And then it's a great reasoning with the with the passenger in the back. I mean, I had a, a guy I picked up at around Chiswick Keyway, and they've got like a low traffic neighbourhood with no taxis through there. And he's phoned me up on the app, going, "Oh, you taxis always come to my door and pick me up. You can go." And I'm looking at it; it doesn't have any mention of taxis. It's restricted time. I turn around. There's a camera up there. 
Yeah. So I'm not going through it. Yeah. And uh, he got out and he was in a real strop and a bit of a hump and he got in there and he's Googling on his phone and he's like, oh yeah, damn it, you can go through it. It's like, you just told me you could. Yeah. And they're going to walk away. Yeah, and you're going to you're going to pay the bill. Fine, three points, whatever it is. Yeah, you're going to be. I think what we've hit on here is that we sometimes put too much passion into what we think we should do for the passengers. So our Mm. job is to take you from A to B. We and just relax. And I think when you're a novice, when you're early on in the trade, that you probably feel this passion of like, oh, for example, the Bishopsgate bus gate. Oh dear, I I want to. It's only up there, but he's he's going to think it's strange if I now start going all the way around and I go into East Cheap and whatever I need to do to get up. And it's like, well, that's the deal. That's, yeah, tell them. that's what you have I to think, do. I think, yeah, it's having to be able to put your foot down and just quite confidently say, look, this is what yeah. I have to do. I had a, another one that was just yesterday, a lady who, or the other day, Park Lane's been quite bad southbound lately because of the Piccadilly underpass being shut. So that's been mega getting down there. And she held me right at the gate, you know, north of Hyde Park, and she wants to go to somewhere Chelsea or whatever and I'm thinking great I'm on the park I can go straight through it and she goes oh do we go do we go park lane or do we go through the park she's like she's like in the side going oh do I do I because I don't mind if the passenger says I want to go this way because you're like fine I'll go your way I don't care absolutely and I'm sure you'll all agree with me on this yeah yeah absolutely absolutely. rule of thumb if they give you a route don't come out with the ego bit I want a better route or my route's better no they've just given their route you're just a driver do I it. don't care if it's not. No, if I not know it's worse, I, yeah. I will say to you, it might be busy, but I don't care if it's worse. Yeah. I'm yeah. going what you say. You say through the park and I know it's full. We're going Void you of all responsibility yes. and accountability. Completely. 100%. Completely. So anyway, but she wasn't coming up with any sort of solution. She's yeah. going, oh. I'm like, so I had to just diplomatically say to her, because I started going to the park. She goes, oh, why are you going through the park for? And I'm like, well, there's not many options here. And I said, look, I know at this time, park lane is going to be terrible. Mm. Getting through the park, it's going to be terrible. It's probably going to start queuing up from the bridge. It's going to take about 15 minutes or 10 minutes from the bridge. I'm going through the park. It's the best option. And then she just shut up and she was absolutely happy as Larry after Yeah, Because you just sort of laid out the options and said, this is what's happening. I'm doing that. But you're also letting her know you have thought about it. You're yeah, not yeah, just yeah. driven off but in again, any direction but if she did, care. But yeah. I wouldn't have done that had she given me an option. If she said Kensington Church Street or Park Lane or whatever, then fine, I would have gone with that. Yeah, yeah. But because she was going, uh, 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 and if I would have gone, uh, 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 then yeah, we would have yeah, both yeah. been in this stalemate, and yeah. she would have, then she could have had a go at me. So yeah. that tip there is basically take control, be confident, say the route you've done because you basically know the best route. But here's a little dilemma then. So what happens here? So we are pulling up and there are eight people waiting and you've pulled up and the other people behind there are flagging you down. There's a cab already waiting. And you pull behind that cab, they get in the cab in front, and they, they then get in your cab. They're all going the same place. The driver drives off, and you're going to somewhere. Let's pick an example. I don't know. But anyway, the driver drives off. Pad it into King's Cross. Well, okay, they're Sorry, going, <laughs> it ain't going to work cause it's a straight road. But yeah. Yeah. We're going pad it into King's Cross. Let's just do, um, let's do Victoria yep. instead to uh, King's bit of, Cross. Bit of, route, bit, yeah, bit of yeah. the choice of Mayfair or Park Lane kind of ideas. And the driver is going up Park Lane and you think, oh, I should have turned, we could have turned right here and gone through Stanhope Gate and cut across the corner here in some way. So do you turn right and let him go off in his direction or do you follow him? I generally follow. I would. I would, yeah. You know why? So they get dropped together. So they yeah, stay absolutely. together. So that's why the, would you split up a family or a group? And why would you get two different fares? 
Yeah, you just, yeah. Fairly, and it, yeah. if I ever, whoever you meet, and it's a two, I always say I'm, I'm happy to follow you, whatever you yeah. know, whichever way you go. Tell me, what, give me a rough idea where you're going in case you get caught with lights. But yeah. yeah, I'll just plod along behind you. It's kind of quite fun sometimes working out other drivers because you get in your own patterns and habits. And yeah. You see other drivers doing, you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, now you've hit on something. It's very similar to the route I just mentioned, which was an accident. But I did have this multiple drop thing, and an old boy, a proper low badge number, was in the the other cab, and he was in front of me, and he he drives off. And it was, I turned right, stand up, we're going to Camden. I turned right, stand up, get cut all the way across Mayfair, and I probably came out on Tottenham Court Road in some way in the old days and went straight up for wherever he was going at Camden. Uh, He went up straight up Park Lane. His passengers are standing on the curb waiting for us, aren't they? He's gone Park Lane, Gloucester Place, around the Regent's Park, and he's he's there. I've cut across Mayfair, come out Tottenham Road, thinking I'm being clever, being super duper, loads of lefts and rights. They're not only there, and they've got less fare. Paying, they're, why are we paying eleven? He's only they only paid eight quid, and you think like rule. So when that happens, follow the cab in front. There's no ego involved, and I also would say this: I'm following the cab in front now. I don't even concern myself whether I think his route is good or bad. He's the leader. I'm following him. The passengers will get out. They'll all pay the same and I'm on to the next job. I don't care about whether that was a good route or a bad route. No, there's no such person as good or bad. As long as you no. get them there. Yeah. Well, it's all circumstantial, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Depending on, but yeah follow, you're, you're together. Yeah. Similar one, what you just said there. This isn't related to following another cab or two cab job, but we're, during COVID, I had a, a nice job uh, taking people all over sort of the country from like a... Um, it was a, a medical trial place. And um, so there was a load of drivers that did it, but we, we didn't know when the pickup was. We'd just have to wait around the Great Suffolk Street area and we'd get a timing of the pickup and they'd go all over the country. Anyway, so we were waiting there and it was always a bonus if you got off first because you didn't you could be there for hours because of how the nature of the medical trial. Yeah. So get my passenger and let's go up to Manchester, somewhere like that or whatever. And um, sorry, it's a little humble brag there. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, whichever one I was doing, I had to get up to the M1. Yeah. And um, there was a few other drivers there and it's always like, yeah, sweet, I've got to pick up my passenger, I get to go. And because it's all fixed price, you just want to do it as quick as possible, yeah. get out of London as quick as possible. And um, a couple of drivers I sort of left behind, yeah, living behind, and then I'm going up the M1, I'm, I'm seeing one of the drivers who hadn't even picked up yeah, their passenger. They Well, they'd left after me because yeah. I'm, I'm straight in there out. And I'm going up the M1, I'm like, I recognise that number plate. And it's just so staggering how... He's in front of you. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't believe it. And that's Mark Morris, the Cab Driver of the Year Award we was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> he threw down some honestly, tricks. and he's messaging me going like, yeah, and he gave me the route. I can't remember what it was. Like, yeah, bash it up here. But it is staggering how you think it's quick. Yeah. But then some... There's, there's loads of little I wonder how many it. things like that that I'm missing out on mm. or other people missing out on. I used know? to use that particular one, as I said, as a lesson anyway. If you think about it, I know Park Lane is as fast as it used to be, but Park Lane lost the place and into the Euston Road. You're at King's Cross Station. Why are you doing anything else? You've been doing steady 40s and back then, and you're doing steady 20s now, but you're doing steady. You're not slowing to turn, slowing to turn and everything else. And it was... Very much Park Lane, Gloucester Place is a, a way of getting straight out to the Euston Road and go north anyway. But when you're knowledge boy orientated, you're too cutting it across, but you should be a little bit more elbowed as a cab driver. You'll yep. get much faster journeys that are going to be less money. Yeah, because it's just that time of slowing down, like say, yeah. taking the turns and, and, and so such forth. much such easier thinking pattern as well. And bus lanes. Yeah, bus lanes. Yeah, and trying to remember there's a bus lane you're going to be going. Don't get involved in traffic when there's a bus lane that will do the job for you. 
I do like that calculation, you know, different times of day as well, because that always plays into it. Mm. Just, yeah. yeah it well, that, that comes into the shift as you work as well. I could not work days. I couldn't figure it out because I was too, uh, too in nighttime. You're, nighttime, you've got less to think about and more freedom to go any route you like. Daytime, you, well, basically, you've got no routes, have you? You'd think, go on the embankment, I get stuck. I go in the middle along Fleet Street and Strand, I get stuck. I go a little bit higher for High Holborn and Holborn, I get stuck. <laughs> How am I going to get there? <laughs> What's changed since you? Google Maps of traffic. Yeah, the, the I know. traffic now. We we can just have a map page open and see where traffic is. So if you're working days, although the, most roads are full, to be honest, with you, yeah, you can go. Oh, look, the, the, the four, the Cromwell Road's packed. Something's happened down there. Or whatever. I'm going to go out the forty. Yeah, Mondays mm. are great for that for me, just because you could just you can just pick and choose any route. You just you could almost screw up basically. You can go, oh, oh, I went wrong there. Oh, that's all right. Just because it's quiet on Monday. Yeah, just Monday. Yeah. Just drive around, but you try to do that on a Thursday night. Ooh, yeah, are you on days? Or no, nights? no, more nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot more freedom of the routes when when you're on nights. You can really. I don't know. I think it's nighttime traffic's getting a lot worse now. Uh, you do say that, and I said it yesterday to the cab driver. Uh, there's a lot of traffic at night last night, but I'm coming from a different generation. I mean, yeah. I haven't worked properly for years now, but yeah, it, it's, the traffic it seems horrendous. When you say nights, what do you mean? What time would you start approximately? Well, uh, I work into the night, not so you're like split. all night. Yeah, it's yeah, a split. split yeah, it's split. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I would yeah. do four till um, well after midnight. That would be my main shift. So probably be four till four would be a general shift. That's tough four, isn't it? I used to do six till six years ago, six till six in the morning. And that's tough. That yeah. last couple of hours, two or three hours is tough. But oh, I don't you, do that now. I'd do you like, believe I'd, in that idea of always doing one? You need to do one rush hour. You yeah, I only work one rush hour. I try yeah. only to work one rush hour. I never work two rush hours. Yeah. No, I wouldn't come out at, say, six in the morning and still be out seven, eight at night, and I've done two rush hours. No, that's that's too tough. And that, that 12 o'clock in the afternoon, lunch, dead, dead spell. I'd, I'd come out about lunchtime normally, anywhere between 12 and 4, anywhere around there, whatever I'm doing, come out at that time, and I'd stay till yeah. midnight, 11. What was the conclusion of the tip, really? Well, you could put up the... Follow, do you follow the cab in follow front? The ca- always follow mm. the cab in front. Don't do mm. anything. Don't think you're yeah. clever, no matter what they do. And be humble. He may be making a mistake of it because he's really, really uh, thinking about the route because he's the front cab driver. Be humble and happy that you're not the one having to think of that route and follow him and set the passengers down. No one's the wiser. They pay their money and on you go. And next time it'll be you who picks the wrong And route. next time you're the one in front worrying, and we'll what's the, the driver way. behind me thinking? I have, I have had it, though, when you are following him and you're like, Am I still following the right cab? <laughs> <laughs> be all right. You, you, you switched off or something. <laughs>